Well, Mother's Day gifts come in many shapes and sizes, flowers, a day out for brunch, maybe breakfast in bed. That's always a good one. But perhaps the most welcome one, according to my next guest, is a simple one in short supply, and that is sleep. Not enough rest is a big problem for a lot of parents, especially moms, and it's not limited to those with infants and it's who are not getting enough, who are at least not limited to time uh, with just infants themselves. So what is the impact and how can you give mom that perfect Mother's Day gift. Well, joining me now is Christine O. She's an assistant professor in the School of Nursing at the University of Victoria, whose research is focused on sleep and the psychosocial well-being of families with infants and children. Christine, thank you so much for being here on a Friday night. Well, thank you for having me, Ben. I saw a card. I gave my wife this card, actually, that says, if you love somebody, let them sleep. (laughs) Uh, And you found that was a really suitable gift for Mother's Day. Why is that? Uh, Well, um, so for my PhD uh, dissertation, I examined the self-reported sleep of 278 women uh, who had 6 to 12-month-old infants. And um, uh, we looked at markers of problematic sleep. Uh, For example, we looked at overall amount of sleep at night, and we also looked at the number and length of uh, night wakes uh, and time to fall asleep. When we looked for these markers of poor sleep in uh, women, we found that almost three in four women uh, in our study had problematic sleep. So, uh, um, and, and it is telling sorry, that in our study, m- mothers averaged uh, just under six and a half hours of sleep a night. Which is not not clearly not enough, especially with all the stresses of, of work and motherhood and all those things. Why is it still moms who aren't getting enough sleep, Christine? Uh, well, um, uh, with, with socialized uh, gender roles and the exp- and um, oftentimes dads having to go to work the next day, um, uh, the, the default rests uh, the default goes to moms to uh, do the nighttime infant care, and it's often assumed that um, dads or partners can't help out as much at night. And uh, surprisingly, couples often don't work out the details of nighttime infant care the way they might when it comes to, say, dividing the household chores or making meals. And as a result, moms can feel quite alone at nighttime um, because they're the ones up in the middle of the night uh, with the baby while the rest of the family is sleeping. Yeah, you touched on that. You really think that the key here is is sort of making a plan, education and support for moms uh, to make sure that they're talking about how much sleep they're getting and that everyone around them is making sure they're getting enough sleep, including their employers, uh, their families and so forth. Uh, Yes, I I really believe that it takes uh, families and communities um, uh, in order to support mothers and infants asleep. Um, For example, uh, mothers do go to, uh, often do go to uh, talk to their uh, family doctor or their nurse practitioner about their infant sleep, and a lot of the times uh, their uh, their concerns are sort of uh, brushed aside, and um, moms are told that infants will grow out of their sleep problem, but that's not always uh, the case, and that uh, these sleep problems can persist from infancy uh, to later childhood. Yet a lot of healthcare providers. Um, lack the lack the training and education to advise about um, uh, sleep promoting strategies. 
Yeah, what are some sleep promoting strategies? Because I, I know that, I mean, obviously you hear that all the time, you know, they'll grow out of it, but that doesn't help you if you're not sleeping, right? Um, so what are some of the strategies that, that moms can use or parents can use uh, to, try to, to try to fight that? Um, for, uh, well, uh, in the spirit of Mother's Day, uh, we ask that, or I'd like to ask that partners and dads uh, pitch in uh, to help out with a nighttime care. Uh, a good way to do this if a baby is still needing to breastfeed uh, before going to bed is having mom do the feed first uh, and then dad uh, or a partner to f- finish up the nighttime routine. Um, and uh, uh if if baby is still waking up in the middle of the night uh, to to feed, then perhaps uh, dads can uh, take the the uh, the morning sh- what I call the morning shift uh, when right. baby wakes up in in the morning. Uh, I have I just touched on the the role of routines, and uh, research shows that having a consistent a nighttime routine is very helpful for improving infant sleep, uh, which allows mom to um, mom to uh, sleep more. And uh, consistent uh, bedtime routines look like uh, look should be short, quiet, and predictable, and take no longer than uh, twenty to thirty minutes. We recommend a a routine like bath, breast or bottle, book, and then bed. For instance, and the opt- right. optimal time is to put baby to bed before 9 p.m. You looked into the what the lack of sleep, what the impact of a lack of sleep can do, and it's quite dramatic, isn't it? Uh, uh, f- for sure. We all know that feeling of not having had enough sleep the, the night before. Uh, we feel tired, foggy, cranky, less motivated, and don't function as well. Uh, as a parent, it's not usually it's not usually just one or two nights of poor sleep. It can be a, a, a prolonged and chronic period of poor sleep. And uh, mom's chronic lack of sleep has negative consequences, fatigue, uh, worse mood, and more negative feelings about parenting. And this leads to moms being less emotionally available to infants. Um, and uh, this prolonged poor sleep has been linked with postpartum mood problems like depression and anxiety, which in turn has negative effects on, um, can have negative effects on infant development. And uh, yeah, my study uh, linked uh, uh, mom's poor sleep quality to uh, depression symptoms as well as um, maternal anger. So Christine, if I'm hearing you correctly, this would be nice to start on Mother's Day. This would be a nice Mother's Day gift, but really it should be a year round thing. Uh, yes, uh, for sure. Uh, and uh, th- ways that we can start thinking about uh, improving uh, family sleep or m- mothers and babies sleep is uh, things like getting uh, dads more involved either through policies like uh, where uh, dads and partners can have parental leave uh, without taking away from mom's uh, parental leave and for example Scandinavian uh, countries uh, have such policies where partners can uh, take the leave that uh, don't take away from moms and they are much more involved with uh, uh, infant care and research does show the more involved that um, partners are with infant care the better mothers and babies uh, sleep. 
and I suppose just having that conversation about sleep too uh, is, is also vital. Yes, yes. Um, people usually uh, don't talk about sleep and they don't prioritize it. Uh, so the first step is to have that conversation uh, with with uh, your partner, uh, with partners, and uh, reaching out to family members uh, for for help. Christina, uh, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry, finish oh, your sorry, thought. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, finish your thought. I apologize. Oh, um, yeah, really talking to others about and brainstorming how, how, how mothers can get more sleep with, uh, with, their, with their extended family. Well, Christine, it sounds like a very good Mother's Day gift. And as I said, uh, a simple one, but one that seems to be in short supply sometimes, the gift of sleep. Uh, Christine, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you have a good night.